Jackson down by the bank. A Jacksonville Jaguars podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3. All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, affiliated with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. This is Corey. Hey guys, what's up? It's Derek. What's up, y'all? It's JK3. Whew, this is, uh, you go from one week at the beginning of the season where we blank the Colts at home and it's like an amazing home game, magical moment, and then we go back to play them again, not even what, like two or three weeks later, and, and we have this result, 34-27. What do you guys think about it? I was at uh, Island Wing on Southside uh, with a few friends watching the game, and I've never heard so many check pleases. After a uh, touchdown, <laughs> uh, as soon as he scored, I must have heard at least six or seven people around me ask for their their check. Uh, that was sad. That was mm. a sad, sad performance, especially by our defense. Um, offensively, yeah, you know they played as as well as you could play, but you still didn't get the job done, and you don't want to harp on you know one piece of the team. Or no, you can because the defense played like absolute hot garbage, and they let a rookie wide receiver beat your All Pro corner. Um, it's just bad, man. Bad for team chemistry. Bad for fan chemistry and morale. Like just, just bad. I, I, I mean, man, it's. I'm still not over it. Honestly, I'm usually over by the losses. Usually by like Tuesday, Wednesday, but for me. I'm just not over it. And I think the reason why I'm not over it is because I did it to myself. All last year, all I said was I wanted a competent football team. I wanted a team that was going to remain competitive, you know, just as long as they don't get blown out. And look what I got. <laughs> a team that's competitive, a team that doesn't get blown out. Still, We're still losing, but I can only blame myself. Because I'm getting what I asked for. I asked for a competent football team, which at sometimes they've shown competence. Um, I've asked for a competitive football team. Sometimes they've, you know, been very competitive. And then now, you know, they're not getting blown out. So, you know, I came to the realization really quick at the end of the, um, you know, the game on Sunday as I'm laying there, you know, go outside, get in my hammock, get ready for my angry nap. And I just realized... I brought this. I did this. I asked for it. I got it. So can't be mad anymore because this is what I got. Yeah. You should be excited, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely is, not. No. I'm angry that this is what I asked for and I'm getting what I asked for. Yeah. The fact that at, you know, two and two, whatever it was, uh, we they, they had four games coming up that we thought, okay, these are winnable games. Even the Giants, because it's at home, and if you get going and and play good football, um, these are winnable games. And that they are, you know, if it's, I swear it's like the three-legged stool, but all three legs just seem to be cut off, or one leg seems to be cut off each week. Two weeks ago, it was the offense. Now it's the defense. Are we going to miss a kick next week? Oh. That's the only one we haven't lost. Yeah, that's the only only one. And that was the one that was the biggest question going into the season out of the three legs. Yeah. It was the special teams. 
So, yeah, put it down, mark it. I'm calling it. We, I'm already saying it. We haven't even talked about We haven't even gotten to the Giants game. We're losing by a kick next week. Hmm. It's like a crusty uh, three-legged stool you find at, like, Goodwill or something yeah. at this point. You know, L- losing dust. And <laughs> we've lost because Trevor's been trash. We've lost because the defense has been trash. Now we're going to lose because the kicking game is about to get trash. Be trash. Yeah. Overall, going from – do you remember when we were like, oh, yeah, we're still tied for first in the division, or we're still, like, first in the division or whatever, and now we've lost three straight games and we're two and four? Like, that uh, – I mean – that happened quick, didn't it? <laughs> Life comes at you quick. Yeah. Life comes at you quick, man. It it's but it's still a very long season. I, and this could again just be the the naiveness and you know the diehard Jag fan in me, but it's still a, a very long season. Um and it's it's just painful though that it's that that it's that long, but uh, there are some opportunities there. There are some things they needed. They they really have to clean up. But it's to the point right now where they've got to play a perfect game to win. And again, you know, I, it's just they're not built for adversity. They're not built for you know m- mistakes. They've got to play mistake free football. They have got to you know have the right call at the right time. The defense has got to be in the right place. I mean, you know, even even so much as the defense, you know, like the missed tackles. Like they, I, this team has so many missed tackles. They're not, you know, the first two weeks, it seems like they were just an absolute, the first three weeks, I'll say, they've been an absolute, you know, force to have been reckoned with. And then now, you know, ever since, you know, they left Philly, it's just been, I don't know what this crap is. Hmm. What was interesting to me is, and maybe you can talk about this a little, Derek, I, I know you said the, the defense definitely struggled, but. You know, Matt Ryan, I mean, older guy. Obviously, he's a competent quarterback for the most part. But, I mean, you compare the first game versus that game where he's, like, setting records and all this stuff. How does that happen? Is that just adjustment by by the Colts? Or uh, are we just regressing? Or I, I just don't get how you have that distinctively of a different result in, in only, like, a three- or four-week span. That's wild to me. Um, one, it, it, although we pick at Matty Ice for everything, 28-3, you know, older, up, you know, the, on his last, you know, leg of his career, this is the reason why the dude's been in the NFL as long as he has been, because there's sometimes he pulls a little bit of magic out of that hat. You know, he threw the ball 58 times. Think about that. <laughs> he threw the ball 58 times, and he completed 42 of them. And I'm looking at it right here. That's just ridiculous. But they still won at the end of the day. You know, the, I think I saw somewhere someone put up some ridiculous stats about the Jags rush for 200 yards. Trevor had three touchdowns. They didn't turn the ball over. And they still lost. That just goes to our luck. What we have. We haven't learned, learned, excuse me, learned, learned, whatever, uh, how to Either win. Way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um they they need to 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 make sure that they as they are looking at this it's not just oh we got to you know make some film corrections they just need to you know bury deep you know go deep down um, and to the the depth of this team as far as the chemistry and the mental side of it and be like hey do we know how to close out a team and win a ball game bro i don't even think they got to do that because it, they you know, need to do something bro explain it they don't have they don't they don't have to do that. They don't they really don't because this is by far the most 
talent, the the most talent full losingest Jags roster we've had. We we have we have we have and if you get what I'm saying, we have players on here from top college programs. We don't got anybody out here trying to bring somebody from St. Mother of Mary Catholic University or anything else like that. <laughs> we we have players on here that are coming from top programs that have had to win things. We have players that are coming that have been four and five star players, you know, from high school come up in the ranks and that have won at the level of, you know, college football. And, you know, they haven't put it together here. So they just need to they, they really it's not just you know, learning how to win and doing all this stuff. They just need to man up and win. Like you, 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 you have a defense and Trevor gives you the moment that you're looking for. Does a, a masterful drive, milking the clock, you know, taking a 10 minute drive. And then, you know, you put it on the defense and it's 11 guys. It's like 11 on 11, big on big. Are we going to come out of here with this game or not? You know, we gonna come out here with this a, W or not? That's a that's a very passionate argument you just gave about the college programs and four and five stars. Remind you, so let me tell you something. We've been winning in every single game we've played this year, the Jags, and they've lost four of them out of the six that they've played. Mm-hmm. So, and one of them was to probably the worst team in the league in the Houston Texans. So. You put all that together, they don't know how to win. I don't, I don't care what the level before. of success. No, yeah, but they don't know how to win at this level. This is this is the level of all levels. They don't know how to do it. They they don't. I don't know why they don't know. I don't know what it's going to take for them to learn how to win, but they don't know how to do it as a team. And until they figure that out, you know, I don't know if it takes like a, a – a kind of a, a Josh Allen and, and, and um, Pat Mahomes moment where Mahomes comes back in 17 seconds and wins the game uh, type thing where they, they like, all right, no, we're not losing this game. Not today. You know, not sure what type of moment it, you, you thought it would be two weeks ago when Texans beat them. But hmm. they, they need to have that moment where they figure it out. Um, these last two weeks should have been, hey, look, we played the worst team in the league and played our worst and we lost and – only by, you know, a touchdown, and then we played a decent team in the league, decent at best without their best player, um, and took the lead with a minute to go, two minutes to go, and still lost. Still Why lost, is that? Still, still lost, and then they got crossing routed to death on, sun, on Sunday. Crossing routes, third string running back, crossing routes to death. Now, mm-hmm. as far as some of the veteran leadership, you know, where is it at? I mean, I, I don't want to really hang my head on 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 Tyson Campbell because you know he's still second year, um, yeah. So second year, and he's he's the, the highest graded corner on on the Jags roster right now. But what, what your veteran leadership, your Josh Allen's, you know, where are you at for that final drive? Shaquille Get Griffin. Home. Get home, <laughs> uh, of course. The the obvious Shaquille Griffin. And the thing too that that the thing that makes me so so mad about the Shaq thing is that. Um, the the receiver from from the Colts echoed the same thing that Terry McLaurin said at the beginning of the game or, or the first week that he's playing lazy. He's playing lazy the entire game. Wow. Hmm. He said, "I had him beat. Once I had him beat, he was in panic mode." 
And like, it, it's just like with your veteran leadership, you know, your, your Shaq Griffins, your Josh Allen's, your Foyer Aluakon, um, you know, the people that are act that, the, you know, the guys that have been in the league for more than four plus years, you got to band them together and just be like, yo, this is on us now. It's on us. 16 has lost us enough games. Let's not lose mm-hmm. this game. And so now the blame is all the way around. We've lost it on offense. We've lost it on defense. And like you said, Derek, all we're waiting for now is to, to lose it on special teams. They they continue to find they continue to find ways to lose. And it's it's and it's just so it's it's aggravating, man. It really is. Tell me how excited you are for the end of these games where we end up like with 80 yards to go and 28 seconds left <laughs> to score a touchdown. <laughs> and then that last play, which actually looked pretty cool at first of the game where they were pitching it around the field. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it's too often now that we're in those situations and, um, it's not great, but, um, you did mention one good suggestion though. They could actually start praying to St. Mother of Mary, uh, for, uh, <laughs> for guidance and support. So that, that, that's an option. Um, I mean, not to beat a dead horse on that game, but, uh, any other kind of thoughts overall? I mean, I know Trevor had that stat, uh, where he was like, you know, through for X amount of yards and um, this ma- this many completions, this many attempted passes, and like the first loss in NFL history with those numbers or something that was a little disheartening. Um, but I guess that ties into what your theme was, JK three. That's just like finding just, ways to lose. It's more disheartening to that that they don't do anything that they put him in high completion high completion um, positions, and you know he and he he excelled. He played he played an efficient game on. On Sunday, he's not going to do anything. It didn't wow me. It didn't, um, you know, he did make some some great throws on that fourth quarter drive when we needed it. And that's what I'm talking about. You know, last week, I think I mentioned that, you know, he's not making the throws when it counts. That fourth quarter drive counted. He made some big throws to keep that drive going. Um, you know, and, and and besides 16, I'm talking about like, you know, or uh, ETN. Like, how do you get hawked in on that long run? That's got to be a TD. Mm-hmm. That's got to be one. Jermichael Hasty, you know, out out the gate, you know, awesome run. James Robinson had, you know, rattled off a couple of runs and everything else like that. But you gotta you gotta have that. And then as far as as efficiency, you know, Trevor, you know, two two rushing touchdowns, one throwing touchdown. I mean, you can't ask for anything better, but then your defense uh, to step up and make a play. I felt like you know uh, Devin Lloyd was you know, two steps behind. And I think the troubling thing too about the, the, the defense too is that it's it's the Colts. You still got some you got some really big problems <laughs> ahead if this is the Colts and this is how we're kind of trailing crossers and things like that. We've got some 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 teams that are coming up, you know, that are a little bit more um, you know available. You know, the Colts they're a banged up team. Um, you know, we're as you know, healthy-ish as we can possibly be. You know, you got some players that you know have ankles and uh, you know some hamstring injuries and things like that. But bottom line, man, not to even just like you said, not to beat a dead horse. Uh, it, it it's it was not a good game on, on Sunday. It wasn't. I think uh, Hasty had the play that I think you guys have been looking for ETN to make this whole season, just kind of breaking through and, and getting the touchdown, right? So that was yeah. kind of interesting. Um, one last question on that one. What, what do you guys think? Of, Cause I know at the beginning of the season, we we're talking about Mike Caldwell and, and a pretty, uh, 
positive way. I mean, is this going to be kind of crunch time at this point for him in the defense as far as making adjustments and, and like, for example, playing a, a team like the Giants? Uh, you know, how, how do you assess his performance so far in that defensive coordinator role? I mean, it, it's been pretty good so far, uh, in my opinion. Um, had some, you know, unlucky, you know, breaks and bounces here or there. But, after, you know, besides the Colts game, they, they did a fairly, they've done a fairly good job. Um, I wish they could, you, you know, something's wrong with the D-line, get after the QB a little bit more. I think that's the one thing uh, you would want to see. Not so much as the DBs covering more as far as time, but really our, our two ends. Like, come crunch time, like that, you know, that that's something you got to do. Um, another thing, too, is you got to learn, don't give a... Don't give an old aging quarterback uh, any bulletin board material. It, it, you know that's a uh, that that's kind of it's kind of crazy to say some things and then you know the old man goes out there and whips your butt. So um, but yeah, I wish I wish the D line was playing better. But as far as the D coordinator to answer your question, yeah, it's been it's been it's been okay so far so far. But they they got to get some more pressure on that QB. Yeah, the verdict verdict is still. I think it's too early to to kind of call, you know, and really have a have a, a verdict on Mike Caldwell <clears throat> for now. Um, only be I, I I would I would wait until like the bye week to really see you know what we got going on and really see where he's there uh, right now. That there the defense hasn't shown up at all. The pass rush hasn't shown up. Trayvon Walker looks like he's pushing a sled. Um, you know, not really doing anything to 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 get off the ball. Um, you know, or anything like that. So uh, my question, though, is for the adjustments. How do you not make those adjustments at half to where you're getting, you know, it's crosser routes, it's crosser routes, it's quick throws, it's crosser routes. Like, you know, how do you not make those halftime adjustments you know, to, to to really, you know, make them do something different or provide any looks? And it, it just had a feeling, it had a feeling of, remember, you remember when we played Carolina last year? And they ran that, uh, they ran like this running play. It was like a veer right. And they ran it the entire game. And they even had their like third string running back come in and he ran the same play. And it, we just couldn't stop it. It's like, you know what they're going to do. Matt Ryan's not going to sit back there and let you tee off on him. Um, he's going to get the ball out quick. And, you know, you got the underneath routes. We got underneath routed to death. The linebackers, you know, weren't really, were, were a step behind. And then in the play where it mattered, our fourteen million dollar a year cornerback got burnt by you know the 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 grocery attendant at Publix, you know. So, I mean, it's just it's just not a good defense. Yeah, I thought. What's your theory? We're not paying them. Why are you name dropping grocery stores, huh? I mean, I mean, Publix is where I shop. I'm a, I'm, oh, okay. a, I'm a Publix guy. He he could have been. I mean, he could have been the. Uh, he could have been a substitute teacher for all I care. Yeah. I I don't know. It's just not the person that you you want to you know you want to give up a, a bunch of yards to. Another thing too, uh, I want to say on the defense, Corey is, um, they they had a good start. You know, they had some turn. Uh, you know, you had to shut out, um, and they were turning the ball over, and then that's kind of subsided. I think. When you see things in the NFL that are happening, and this is going to reference bringing JK3's adjustments, and then all of a sudden they stop happening, that means that opposing coaches have found something 
on film. Something that we don't see that we're not, you know, these guys are paid to like they, they, these analysts on, the, on these staffs. They found something. Trayvon Walker's not as effective because they found something. Something that, you know, oh, I'm just going to bull you to death because I'm big and strong and young. Okay, hey, that's fine. You're a big, strong, strapping young man, and I got an old 30-year-old tackle, but guess what? We're going to have your butt out of position every play. <laughs> you won't even matter. You're big and strong. You know, you won't matter because we're going to do something that's going to make you look silly. You're going to be going one way. The ball is going to be going the other way. And I'm not saying that that's, that's the, you know, I'm just giving you an example. My point is that teams have found something out about them. And that's where coaching, hence what JK3 said, got to wait till the bye week. Um, teams have found something out and they need to make some adjustments and change things up. I feel like Doug Peterson changed some things up for Trevor this past Sunday as far as the playbook, as far as the selection of plays, trying, you know, they haven't gone for a QB sneak on any third or one and fourth and one the whole season. I think they did two or three of them last week because he saw, hey, I got a six foot five, six foot six quarterback. Okay, yeah, he might be on the thinner side, 215, 220, whatever he is, but we just need one yard. Just hike the football and fall down. If you fall down and stretch out, that's a yard, first down. So there's definitely been some adjustments on the offensive side. Now let's see if they adjust on the defensive side. So whatever they're doing on film, they can stop showing it and change things up. So you keep the defense, you keep the opposing teams guessing. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's JK3. This episode is brought to you by Arctic Zone. Currently at my tailgates right now, I'm using the Titan 30 Cam Sport Tote. I love this thing. The exterior is constructed of tough water and stain-resistant Rhino Tech. It's easy to clean, easy to carry with you, and keeps all of your items and everything cold for up to three days. Comes in some really cool colors. I'm personally using the pine colorway. You can go to arcticzone.com and use code K3LLUM at checkout. Again, that's arcticzone.com. Now back to the show. JK3, where do you find the uh, memes that you post sometimes? Because I will say one of the things that I like uh, coming out of Jaguars losses sometimes, as sick as this sounds, is that <laughs> there is usually pretty funny content. I think you had posted one where it was like, a guy in a Jaguar jersey holding a football in the shower, like laying on the ground. What oh was that? no, that that was my uh, that's my 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 old coworker, uh, uh, comedian Nod Ross. So he is a a very devout Jaguars fan. Um, he does like Instagram skits, and I think he's on tour or went on tour or is in tour or something like that with Lil Duval. So he's very close, uh, you know, to the Jags and does a lot of um, a lot of funny skits. And that one was just like how I was feeling. I, I on on Sundays, man, and it, it's so it, it it pains me. But you got to laugh at the pain, right? Um, yeah. There was also another skit, also another meme that I posted of Doc Rivers when he's like looking, just kind of. It's like what just Doc Rivers most famous meme. But when they ran the, that Jets or the speed option on fourth and one, and like it's a, a crucial point in the game, and you run a speed option, bro. You guys haven't ran a speed option all year long. Your quarterback is six six, whatever, however many pounds. Just do the rugby scrum and push him forward for the first down. Everybody's doing it right now. Why aren't you? Yeah, that's like, a little awkward. But yeah, no, I I, I really <clears throat> get in my feelings and start uh, making fun of myself when the Jags. Are yeah, I think that last one. Because a lot of times when we lose, I'll send that text to you guys. It just says welp. And then you got like mad about that or something. 
<laughs> did I? You did, did I get mad? Lowercase, uppercase, like oh, uppercase W. That, that lowercase L. E. The L. No, it's the, the capital L in wealth. So oh, it was, okay. Yeah, I didn't get mad. No, it's, like, right, it's a, another funny. another L that we have uh, that we have amassed. Derek, Unlike the so Giants, who find ways to win, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Before we pivot into that, although that was a really good pivot, uh, Derek, tomorrow night, uh, when is this going to show up? So if this is showing up on Thursday morning, I'm going to say tonight. Tonight, as if it's Thursday. Uh, there's a meet and greet that I'm going into uh, anticipation in anticipation of the AEW show on Friday, and it's with Tony Khan. So I don't know if there's anything that you want me to throw in there Jaguars related. <laughs> Are you actually going to get to meet him? Supposedly, yeah. Like shake yeah, his hand and meet him. Supposedly I can get a picture. So I'm going to try to oh get Oh, my gosh. I yeah. got to go with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send you guys the details. It's like open to anybody. I mean, you just go down there. I found out. about. So he's he's really subjecting himself to an open meet and greet to the people of Jacksonville for someone to really he's exposing himself. I don't know that Jags fans necessarily know that that's going on, though. You know what I mean? Like there's got to be some AEW fans that are actual, you know, yeah, Jags fans, too. Like probably. So the the AEW fans. Yeah. But the AEW fans are like very. I don't want to say cultish, but they're well, they like Tony Khan, so I don't think hey, he's going to get too much grief. Then it's up to you. You've got yeah. to do it, you, you Derek. Do it. What what do you think? I mean, is there anything you want me to speak on in your behalf? Because uh, I know you've always had some thoughts. No, nah, because I don't want you to get arrested. Um, <laughs> you say what I want you to say. Uh, you should <laughs> when you go in for your picture, just whisper. No. Nah. <laughs> Nah, I didn't even it, hear you. What did you say? It, 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 run he said, the run, ball. Run the ball. No, they did that. They still <laughs> lost. They did that. And they still lost. So that doesn't work. Um, no, I, I have nothing positive to say for your meet and greet with Tony Khan. Um, so ask him just, about the refills, Corey. Yeah. He oh, asked yeah. About that. yeah. 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 Statistics show that offering refills actually uh, gives you. Uh, additional cash to use on uh, overpriced food. So, um, Just make sure you buy your Rampage ticket, Corey. Yeah, I, I, we already have tickets. We're going. Yeah, we're going. What is Rampage? So, uh, that's uh, that's the their Friday. Yeah, that's their Friday night show that's going to be in Jacksonville this week. Tickets starting at 20 bucks. if you guys want to go. <laughs> oh, are you selling AEW stuff now? <laughs> <laughs> Just use my use my code. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's going to be Friday, and uh, they're fun. I mean, even if you're not a big wrestling fan, the live environment for that stuff is fun. And I still, I still think it's cool that it's like a Jacksonville connected thing. You know, they're competing with WWE, and then they're from Jacksonville. I think that's cool. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, so aside from wrestling on Friday, uh, two days after that, we're going to have, as JK3 mentioned, the five and one Giants coming to town. Uh, not sure if we should be particularly excited about that but maybe if there's a pivot game you know this could be the game to to make those adjustments on defense and trevor looked good the last game I and mean, who knows maybe this could be one of those games where they're kind of like you know looking down on us and we have more of a shot than we think we do i don't know man i, I think dayball's got them um got them pretty ramped up and pretty hyped up they not to lose to the jags uh i mean he's a phenomenal coach and he's making um you know he's making some things go right now with with you know through Saquon Barkley and I think 
the way that this defense has been playing, um, the run defense especially, I don't know. We could be in for a long day on, on, on Sunday. Yeah, there's no kind of secret sauce or method to their madness. They're just playing good ball, man. That's just all it is. Um, playing good team ball. Defense is playing well. Um, it's just... It is very, very hard to play and beat a team that's on a roll like they are because it's not like a, um, you know, one player that is sticking out and pushing them across the finish line. It, it's a it's a team effort. Now Saquon's you know back to old Saquon thing, so that's good. You know, good for them, uh, bad for us, uh, but they are they're just doing well. And you can't really, I mean, sitting here looking at some of the some of the games they played in, in the last couple of weeks, um, you know, Daniel Jones isn't lighting the world on fire. Um, he's getting the job done, though. Yeah, but he's getting the job done. They're, they're still winning. So you just got to, you know, hats off to them. Um, you know, teams have been able to put pressure on them. They don't have a dynamite wide receiver. To be honest with you, they're – Kind of, sort of, right now. I mean, I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is better than Trevor Lawrence, so please don't say that. They're kind of, sort of, built like the Jags. They got a, you know, running back that's, you know, can shine at times and, and be, look like one of the tops in the league. They don't really have a number one wide receiver. Uh, they just got some guys. And they got a quarterback that, when he doesn't turn the ball over, looks looks okay, you know. Uh, Trevor is better than Daniel Jones, in my opinion, but they're five and one. We're two and four. Hmm. So, you know, when you really look at it. Um, but they're also, th- I think what you see there is just the coaching. The, the coaching, they're, they're, they're finding success early, uh, closing out games and, and doing it with a lot of, a lot of effort. And that's what we need. We need more effort to, to close those games out. Yeah, I think the effort, um, and, and then just the the, the wherewithal too. I, I mean, it's just like you, you know, when are you gonna stop the bleeding? You know, when are you gonna stop the the, the losing skid that you're on right now? This team is better than what they were last year, um, and the coaching staff is better. Uh, we got some, uh, I would say, some more some better resources, um, you know, on the team right now. It's just, you know, what are you guys gonna do on Sunday? You're gonna come in here, you're gonna roll over and let a five and one team you know, beat you, or you guys going to just actually, you know, just hit the wall and just say, all right, enough's enough. We've got a team right now. Uh, you know, the third team that we've played in the last, like, three weeks that uh, a, a team of, you know, not, you know, uh, a an outstanding, you know, NFL, you know, wide receiver or anyone that we've got a scheme against or anything else like that, you know, coming in. Uh, it, it The, the offense runs, runs through Barkley. As easy as it said, is, is easier said than done stopping Barkley. But then again, you've got Daniel Jones again, who the Colts and, and Matt Ryan put up a pretty good recipe as far as you know being able to get the crossing routes and get everything done. So it's going to take an athletic play. It's going to take someone on defense to you know be able to you know jump some balls. We got to get you know a couple of turnovers. We got to get some things and some momentum swings going our way in order to get these wins you know kind of stacked. Think from the defensive side of perspective, or excuse me, from an offensive side of perspective for the Jags, it's you know again running the ball, getting things set up. You know they put up they they had a really good game plan last week um, as far as getting something done efficiently and getting you know 
getting down the field and uh, really being able to put up some yards. I, I would say more of that. Um, you know, you're coming up this week. You've got Kayvon, uh, Kayvon uh, Thibodeau, true rush in, you know, there. So we don't want to give him an opportunity to kind of, you know, tee off on, uh, on on Trevor. But I think that, you know, if they continue to put together a uh, efficient and an effective game plan um, like they've done last, like they did last week. I, I think I, I think it'll be good, man. I, I really do. I don't think they'll win because you are what you are until you aren't. But. Again, you know, this is another opportunity for you to stack wins before you get down into the to the heart of the schedule. Jets playing good. Chiefs are the Chiefs. The Ravens, you know, they they've lost a couple of close games. Cowboys coming to town as well. You, you know, you got to stack. Eventually, you got to start stacking some wins in order to string together a couple uh, a win streak. Hmm. And their scoring margin too for the Giants is less than the Jags. I think the Jags are plus like twenty and some change. Giants are like you know, plus ten, plus fourteen, somewhere around there. Um, when you look at that scoring margin, you're like, we're scoring more points. You know, the games we won, we've won by more. Now a lot of that is due to we had that shutout, and then you know we we got beat by thirteen six to the Texans, to the Texans. But um, that should tell you that you know the, the Giants are what they're doing is late in the game they figure it out. In the fourth quarter, they figure it out. End of story. It's like, okay, we're down seven. We're up, you know, whatever. They figured it out against Aaron Rodgers. Okay, they're not just figuring out against, you know, chump teams too or chump players. So that's what we need to do. We just need to figure it out come the fourth quarter. We need, when the the gun goes off, we need to have more points. I don't care if it's a block kick. Somebody make a play. You know, that's what they say when you're a kid, man. When you're a kid, you're lined up in any sport, whether it's basketball, football, baseball. Somebody make a play. Go win the game. How are you going to separate yourself today? And we're just not doing that. And it's crazy because we have the guys. I just don't know why we're not doing that. A big sack. When's the last time you see us have a big sack fumble and get the ball when the other team's driving? Now, I get that's the play call that we had in place with the blitz because that's why there was, you know, single coverage on the outside and how Shaq Griffin got beat, but doesn't matter. Shaq Griffin needs to know, hey, look, there ain't a chance in the world this dude is getting behind me, all right? And, you, you know, I'm going to play it like it's the last play, and they, they're trying to win. Now, they, they were technically, you know, within the fringe of field goal range, but they just didn't make that play. So what are we going to do to make that play to win the game? Uh, have we banned score predictions, or are we going to go back to that now? We're missing a field goal and losing. Offense, <laughs> okay. this week, defense this week, special teams this coming week. Bro, the Dang. kicker's been oh, good. Sweet. The kicker, bro, the we're, kicker's we're, been. We're good. losing. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna control most of the game. The Giants are gonna make a play so fast. <laughs> we're gonna come back and try to make a play, and we're gonna lose by a field goal. Dang. That's just my opinion, my prediction. I could be wrong. Could be right, but the special teams has not failed us this year. So yeah, let's see if they but, do. But at least we'll be competitive, right? JK three. That's what it's all about. It's all about the moral <laughs> victory, Getting better. I wish y'all could have seen. I wish this was one of those moments in my life that I wish I could have had like a, a, a camera watching myself because as the game ended, I just sat there and I was just like, I asked for this. 
I, I really did. This is what I wanted. I'm getting what what I. So next year, I will ask for my team to go uh, undefeated and win the Super Bowl. And it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, because this is what they're giving me right now. That's that's definitely how that works. Um, I mean, it was about this time last year. What um, when was the when when was the whole um, Urban Meyer Ohio thing? That was about this time last year, right? Uh yeah I guess so yeah I think so yeah, for the yeah most it, part. it was it was about yeah. that t- about this time last year and then that this is when I was just really last year I was just like I just want them to be competent just want good football team because I think they were up against the Bengals uh, at half and you know they gave us that little bit of glimmer of hope and that little bit of you know competency and then the wheels fell off and the bus went over the Buckman yeah. <laughs> really quick for the for the season. Yeah, hopefully we don't uh, at this point catch Doug Peterson talking to the ladies in like a Cold Stone Creamery or something. Uh, <laughs> it's like the uh, the equivalent of the Urban Meyer situation. So uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go opposite. Derek said we're gonna miss a field goal to win. I'm crazy. I'm going. We're gonna at least win by a field goal. Okay. Dang. All right. I feel like we're at that state, Derek. I think you last year was talk. We're talking about. Uh, like comparing uh, our thought process during the season to like therapy or something. And we go through stages, right? Didn't you talk about that? Like this mm-hmm. is that like toxic positivity mm-hmm. stage where we still feel like there's hope. <laughs> there's, there's uh, what is it? Um, what is it? How many stages of grief are there? Uh, Five, seven, four? whatever. Yeah. Four. four or so what? Yeah. There, there's that many stages of losing. Yeah. Okay. That, that's what we, so stage one of losing is uh hope you know stage oh, there's five. two there's five there's five yeah. okay yeah. stage <laughs> wait one there's lose. five stages of losing like is this a thing no no it's not a thing man i'm just this is, oh. <laughs> derek's oh, taking okay. this i, I didn't know derek, i've never been i've yeah. never been to therapy so i didn't know if this is yeah, the, yeah no. <laughs> I, i'm just he's taking he's taking the five stages of grief and like adapting it to uh, yeah adapting it to, to losing there, there there's there's hope now we haven't hit desperation yet that's stage that's stage four we're like somewhere between two and three which is uh anger and uh you know then then you get like you know crying anger you're so mad that's like stage three (laughs) and then (laughs) stage four is desperation and stage five is when the jerseys start burning so um we're somewhere between two and three right now that's uh not exactly the five stages of grief. <laughs> yeah, I listen. No, hey, I, I just go on go on a whip. I don't know. I'm just being silly yeah. here. But no, I think it's funny though. That that is actually a good way because I think about that now every time we get to this point. Because again, to me, it feels like in the six or seven years we've been doing the podcast, it feels like we've had the same the same kind of thing happen every single year, except for uh, don't bring it up. Don't yeah, bring it 17. up. Doesn't matter. It's five years ago, and good night. Yeah, man. I mean, just, at least the NBA started. Yeah. That's oh cool. man, forget them too, man. The NBA. I, I, I can't. Who's your NBA? Who's your NBA team? Magic, man. Magic. Oh my god. What? What? Who's you your the Lakers? Sports, Who me? Yeah. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not a. I am. The worst NBA fan. I don't like the Lakers. No, I'm more of a I'm a I'm more of a a, a matchup and like a player player mm-hmm. fan. Look, so I, I, I grew up yeah. I grew up. But in, for in you the to say, but of, for you to openly admit that you are a Magic fan, that's got to be tough. 
I grew up in the era of Penny and Shaq, man. You didn't grow up in the era. Like you were you were there. Like <laughs> you, you were there. You, you vividly remember. <laughs> you, I, I was still. Uh, I was. They grew up in the, your era. Yeah. <laughs> I was not a a legal adult during the times of Penny and Shaq. I was still. I was not even in high school when that first started. So don't even mess with me. Uh, now I, I was not your age. I was not starting kindergarten at that time. But yeah, uh, yeah I was not. I was not a. Uh, I was not in high school yet when that got started. But, Corey, you like the Sixers, right? Yeah, I mean, I I followed them more when that stuff was going on. The the whole like process thing where they tanked to get like Joel Embiid and uh, it's at one point Ben Simmons and all them, but. Uh, I haven't really watched it as much, which is ironic because now that they're actually like contending and go to the playoffs, I quit. I quit watching it. I think I was just more interested in like that strategy with Sam Hinkie, that the GM and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, typically if I watch games and if I see it on national TV, I'll usually pull their games up and, and check them out just because I'm familiar with, with you know the players um, for the most part. Um, but yeah, same thing. I'm, I'm more so just like watching the, the, the big games and, uh, especially playoffs. I really like watching the playoffs when those come. Um, last thing, uh, locally that I thought would be interesting to chat about was, uh, Shad Khan's company purchasing the uh, Seahorse Inn and the Lemon Bar at the beach. Um, you know, Shad's getting out of just downtown as far as, uh, acquisitions go. And so I don't know if you guys have heard any, uh, you know, word on the street about you know the reaction to that but don't use facebook as a gauge because i mean they hate that on there but i think you know it's probably not too bad of a thing maybe i don't know no i think it's perfect i, I think um you know that that place lemon bar is cool but it could be updated you know the seahorse you know hotel you know everything down in that uh is that neptune neptune beach uh yeah, yeah, I think it, it's like on the cusp Atlantic? of Neptune and Atlantic, right? No, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's on the fringe. It's like yeah, right yeah. There. I saw. Yeah. I mean, I, if de- depending on what he does for it, and depending on how he, you know, if he de- decides on upgrading it, if he decides to to revamp it, but um, you know that those are, there's a couple areas in there there that have been kind of revamped. I know Pete's Bar is one of those areas too, where it's not as you know dingy in it anymore. And I think you know, hopefully, you know. Uh, the lemon bar, as long as he doesn't mess with the menu, it should be all right. Yeah. What do you think? Who me? I mean, oh, yeah, good. I know you're a frequent lemon bar. Lemon <laughs> bar, er, er. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Man, it, it, here's what it is. It is people are afraid of change. People are afraid of what's different. Shad Khan is going to change things, and he changes things that are. You know, it makes it different, and that's it. You know, it's been a staple for many years, but um, you don't know. He could actually, you know, becoming an owner means he could actually study to see what you know you could improve. If people say, "Well, leave it alone, don't touch it," he he may not touch it. You know, he he's all about the money, and if he just decides to change it to see if he can't, you know, squeeze more money out of it, he's gonna do that. So. Didn't he do something with like he tried to buy like the Rebalt Bakery or uh, some type of bakery, you know, here in town? No, like, yeah, no, he he tried to no, funded it. I think he right? funded the bakery. Yeah, and if they listen or somebody listens, and I and I have 
someone that was in, know someone that was involved and very accurate with the story. Accurate with the story. He funded the bakery. They went on a personal shopping spree and didn't read the loan covenants agreement, and then just took it from them after they decided to go buy a house and a car, et cetera, et cetera, and go on <laughs> vacation. So, um, yeah. Makes sense. Uh-huh. And so they got mad. Hey, you're stealing local business. Hey, you weren't supposed to take the money I gave you and go on a personal shopping experience. So, Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, I do hear that mentioned all the time on Facebook. Uh what was that place? Edgewater Bakery or something like he that? He just yeah. mentioned not to not to go on Facebook. He just said, I hear all that stuff on Facebook. Oh, yeah. I'm a total <laughs> hypocrite. Don't pay attention to that. Uh, actually, I saw that in the metaverse when I had my Oculus headset on. Um, oh, jeez. My, my legless avatar <laughs> saw somebody talking about it <laughs> with Wii graphics. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. Well, uh, cool. That's, uh, I think... Sunday has potential to be entertaining or really horrible. So I guess we'll weather's just... going to be nice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, weather's going to be nice. So all of you fans that that you know that listen and say that you want to go to the games, but it's too hot, <coughs> Derek. And but it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Uh, you know, for you to go out to the uh, to the to the stadium this weekend. It's going to be like a high eighty. Should be nice. It's nice. Yeah, I like that. Um. Can bust out the. Uh, it's so sad. I say this about '80s. I can bust out the Jags beanie that I love to wear. That I have. Uh, Bro, if I see you wearing that beanie on Sunday, <laughs> I'm sorry, when it's 80 degrees, mm, I was so pumped this morning when it was cold and I forgot it at home. Anyway, um, all right. Well, yeah, no, yeah, no excuses. Everybody's got to get out there, support our two and four team against the five and one Giants. No big deal. And uh, and uh, if you uh, guys are going to be heading out that way, or if you just want to give us some uh, feedback on the episode or what you think is going to happen in the game, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Down by the Bank. Uh, you can also follow the podcast and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review if you don't mind. And again, we're affiliated with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.